as always, I hope you all can hear me. We're actually uh, going to arrive to dinner early tonight, so you guys will uh, get to join me at dinner. <laughs> all right, it is six o'clock. I had a little trouble logging on, um, so I'm gonna go ahead and get started. If anyone is there, please give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. That would be amazing. Uh, we just almost got hit. Did y'all see that? Um, Okay, so first question that I received um, on this delightful list. Um, again, I'm hoping y'all can hear me. I'm just going with you can hear me. If you could comment, thumbs up, something to let me know, not physically because I can't see you, but <laughs> if you can do the little thumbs up, that would be great. Ooh, okay, all right, hope you can hear me. How long can a seller take to reply to an offer? Um, that is a really good question, and right now, with it being a seller's market, I hate to say this, but sometimes they don't reply. It's not always the agent. Hold on. Can you turn that off? Um, so it's not always the agent. Sometimes, literally, the sellers will say, um, I'm just going to wait for the weekend. I don't know. I want to see how many offers I can get, blah, blah, blah. So they should reply by the expiration date that your buyer's agent puts on the offer. But again, right now that isn't always happening and it is very frustrating. So I know for us, we try to get our sellers to reply even if I have to call an agent and say, hey, they wanna wait until Monday at five o'clock. Um, so I know we try to communicate with all the agents and this isn't, for all those agents out there, I'm not being ugly, but you guys know sometimes we get 27 offers on one house and it is a lot to go through and make sure that we have communicated with everyone. So hopefully that answers that one. Um, another question was, what do I do if my offer gets rejected? Um, you can offer again. You, The agent should reach out and ask the listing agent, hey, what could I have done to make my offer better? I know for me, when I have multiple offers, I respond to all of those offers and say, hey, this is the offer we went with, and I tell them as much as I legally and ethically can about the offer and what could have made theirs better. So sometimes your agent, your buyer's agent, will get that information. I recommend as a buyer that you listen and you know try to implement some of the, the tactics that your agent gives you when you're making an offer because they're telling you those things to help you get the house that you want. So they will give you tips, basically. You'll learn from those that you lose. Sometimes um, you can offer again on the same property and sometimes you just move on and try to make an another offer better. Um, another question we got, and this is more on the seller side, they said, do I need a professional stager? This is hilarious because I actually met with a stager today. Um, I think I just spit, sorry. But <laughs> on the um, staging, it is a good idea. We don't do it a lot in our current market. We are south of the city. Average sales price is 265000 and in that price range, they're usually selling pretty quick, so we don't have to. But vacant homes, really good idea to have a professional stager come in. I'm gonna go ahead and give you some cost on that from my meetings today. Um, staging can cost roughly 1,500 to 3,000 a month. 
So it is a little pricey and that's of course for vacant homes if you are uh, basically using their furniture. You can also hire a stager to come in and use what you currently have and they just kind of stage it in a way that's um, appealing to buyers. That can cost anywhere between $750 to $1,500. So again, some of that depends on how big your house is and things of that nature. So um, yes, it can help. However, in this market, I would say try it without first, just simply because I don't like for my clients to spend money if they don't have to. So stagers, great idea. Use them when your agent recommends it is how I would actually answer that. Next one, this is a great question, especially for the holidays coming up, um, especially. So uh, is it okay to decorate for the holidays if I'm planning on listing? Can you wait until after pictures are done? Would be my uh, biggest uh, warning. So what you don't want to have is you decorate for Thanksgiving in September, October, um, or Halloween, sorry, <laughs> ah, Halloween's next. So we don't want you decorating for Halloween right now, and then we come out and take pictures, and for some reason we can't have a lot of showings, you know, especially around the holidays. So now, November, December, you have pumpkins in your listing. It dates the listing. So my recommendation is to not decorate for the holidays until your pictures are done. Or at least communicate with your agent that we might need to do two sets of pictures. One with the decorations for the season that you're in and then come back after if it didn't sell. Hopefully it sells, but just in case. And do um, like freshen up pictures. And we've done that for some of our sellers when it wasn't a seller's market and homes were, you know, listed for three to six months. So hopefully that answers that. I would say don't do it if you can get pictures done before you do it. That would be the best. Um, what time is it? Ooh, 6.06. Okay, next question I got was how important is curb appeal when we're headed into the fall? So curb appeal is always important. Um, obviously in the south we get brown grass a lot during the winter. It still should be manicured, taken care of. You still want your mulch or your pine straw out. You can still have fall flowers. You still want a clean front porch, a, a clean freshly painted door. So you still want to have curb appeal. It just is going to look different than if it were in the summer with tons of flowers and you know, green grass and stuff like that. Do not, if you're looking to sell, do not let your listing agent paint the grass green in the pictures. It also dates the picture. So just like, or the listing, just like we were talking about with um, decorating, it is abnormal to have green grass, unless you really have green grass, like the rye grass, in the winter, You it, in the pictures, it should be brown. If we have pictures of it green, then it looks like, well, this house was probably been listed since summertime. So hopefully that makes sense. If not, let me know. But more or less, have the pictures taken in the season that you're in. And if you can avoid holiday stuff, avoid it. At least get the pictures first. Otherwise, have the communication prior to listing. Um, okay, we've got two minutes. If any of you have any questions, please let me know. I usually can see who's on here, but uh, there's a few of you and I can't uh, see who you are. So if you have questions, let me know. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there was another one that I got last week that I couldn't answer because we ran out of time. Um, oh, one of the things that I'll tell you, this is for agents. I had um, a client, uh, I have a client that's looking to get their real estate license. And we did talk about it a little bit last week on, uh, I think it was last week or the week before. Can't keep it up. But um, how hard is it? And I said, you kind of have to breathe. But one thing that did come up recently was we have a new agent that just took their test. They passed. They're not technically licensed yet because they found something on their criminal background report that was from when they were much younger. So if you are looking to get your real estate license, go ahead, get your background check done, get everything done as soon as possible because you don't want to go through all the schooling and all the testing and then go to get your license. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. You were bad when you were 18. So now you have to fill out all of these forms and go through all this stuff to get licensed. Um, and most of the time, honestly, it, like even this person's, theirs can be fixed. So it's not a huge deal. Um, it's just gonna probably take the process and it's gonna add to the process an extra maybe two weeks. So, you know, when you work hard to get something, you don't want it held up by a glitch and there's things that you can do to remove it. So I think that's all that I have for you tonight. Um, again, that's all of the questions that were asked. Unless you guys have one, you can put it in the chat. Otherwise, make sure you go back. You can watch some of the old um, Q&As. We have them on our Facebook page and on our YouTube page. And any questions that you have after watching, if you're not with us live, please send us all the questions you have. You can put them in Messenger. You can email us. You can text me. My direct line is 678-462-9648. And you can email me at Shannon. Let me say it again. Shannon at ShannonSellsTeam.com. Hope you all have a great night. Enjoy dinner. Bye.